This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome. Welcome back. I know I never know when to come in now because there's all this extra stuff going on. That was my stepdaughter, Caitlin. And mm-hmm. uh, let me tell you, she's like her brother. They, they are not the performers, per yeah. se. That took a lot. And I thank you so much for doing that for us. Ava Graham, real quick, give us an update on our question of the day. It's brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Find new roads. Visit ArminChevy.com. See Armin's quality certified, one owner, low mileage, pre-owned inventory. Do you think you'll ever get over the Eagles' loss in Super Bowl 57? 52% say no. No, let's find out with a man who has dealt with more losses than all of us <laughs> for all these years, the pioneer of sports talk in Philadelphia, Howard Eskin. How you doing, Howard? I've never had a bad day in my life, but there's some bad moments <laughs> mixed right? into those days. Well, will that one stick with us forever? Is that a reference point like some of the other big, big, big losses? There'll be other losses. I don't know that that's the worst. When it's so close, you can't get away from it. But when you look back, I don't know that it could be the worst. It was a Super Bowl loss after the 2004 game, uh, the 2004 Super Bowl. You'd say, well, that was the worst loss. And then you get over that and you move on. Uh, The Phillies... uh, I mean, the World Series when Cliff Lee blew, what was it, a 4 nothing oh, lead? Yep. Oh. That was a pretty bad loss. So you remember those. Yeah. But is it the worst? Right now it's the worst. But I don't think it will be the worst when you kind of put them all together and, and, right. and think about Howard, it. Howard, uh, one of the reasons I love listening to our broadcast when I'm watching the games is the reports we get because you are really giving us stuff we wouldn't get on TV. Um Second half, when the wheels were coming off the defense, could you tell what was going on on the sideline? Was there chaos? Were people upset? What was happening? Well, they're not. They're upset when players miss assignments. I will say this. The fact that you killed Jonathan Gannon is predictable. Uh, (laughs) Here we go. And accurate, by the way. And accurate. Well, the first touchdown where the receiver wasn't covered, Big play slay was oh. little play slay. Yep. All right. The second one, and talking to the coaches, there was a blitz, and Jonathan Gannon, if you talked to him, would admit that it was the wrong play call in that situation, as it turned out. But people complain, well, they don't blitz, they don't blitz. So, but it's still the players have to make plays. So, in, in the reality, on the sidelines, are they happy? No. Is there chaos? No. 
when they scored the touchdown, there was such energy to tie the game up with the oh, two-point. There tremendous. was such energy. So it's, it, there's an ebb and flow on the sideline. I mean, did Devontae Smith catch the ball? Uh, did Dallas Goddard catch the ball? One, yeah, one no, one yes. There's so many things, but you can't blame one thing. The fumble... What's worse than the fumble is the penalty before because the quarterback sneak would have been a first down. Sam Olive. So the punt, the punt return, which obviously leads to the touchdown. There's so many different things. And despite what you may think, Andy Reid is the best coach in football. He's better than Bill Belichick. Uh, He is the best coach in the NFL right now. All right, Howard, I want to do something different here because I'm, I'm, you know, I have to do this thing at the end where I kind of do a speech, and Al's going to do one too now, right. I found out, which what? is really exciting to me. You but, talked about it two hours ago. And I, Howard, I realized that um, I could not do this without pointing out that you cleared the way for all of us, that you were a sports talk pioneer in this town, and you, right from the beginning, set a template that we, when we were angry, we would tell people why we were angry, and we would point fingers. When you first started that, did you get a lot of negative feedback? No one was ready for that when you started. You really cleared our way so we could do it that way. I learned a lot of what I do. I attribute to listen to you. I was a guest on your show when I was a reporter on The Inquirer. Did, what was it like when you would really rip into somebody okay, when so they weren't ready for it? Here's the way it started. Now, I started doing FM talk before I started at WIP, and that's one of the reasons that the general manager at that time, his name was Mike Craven, asked me if I would do it again when I went to Channel 29 to do a 10 o'clock news, and that's how it started here. But I remember the first station, which an F, was an FM station, which, by the way, the frequency this company owns right now, 96.5, uh, when the program director said, you don't have to be nice to everybody. You were going to be nice? Well, I was for like three months. Starting, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> took three months for me to get to be me. Uh, so he says, you don't have to be nice. If you want to express something, go ahead. And that's when I said, all right. The way I'm thinking, if a caller is an idiot, I'm going to tell him he's an idiot. Uh, If a caller is a dope, I'll reach that level and call him a dope. And if the caller makes some good points, I'll do that too. But you don't have to be nice to everybody. So I kind of picked it up from there. And then at first when I criticize players and I go down there and and John sees me down there all the time, uh, whether it's the Sixers coach, whether it's a player, Allen Iverson, we were good for three years, and then his posse told him I was bad for him. <laughs> so, and now every time he sees me, man, I love you. I, I, I don't know how it, it, it transforms, but in the end, if you're right, they know you're right. The all Sean Jeffrey thing, which I took a lot of heat for, and I did it with you. It's when still I one of my them. favorite moments. Yeah. Waterboarding. <laughs> All these years. I know. I love that moment. I just Howard. let it out. It was accurate. I got heat, so I went down there, yep. like I always do, and not once did he come up to me and say anything. Wow. Other players would say, hey, listen, Jason Worth, yep. when I called him a marginal Major League Baseball player, right. after the Charlie Manuel fight on ESPN, I did that. And at the end of the season, when they won uh, the division, 
he poured champagne on me, not out of happiness, out of anger. He says, marginal major league baseball. So we sat down and talked for about 40, 45 minutes after the season was really? over. And now we're actually friends. And he he said to me, if you have to do your job, I will understand. Uh, wow. So in the end, they kind of sort it out. But I'm there if they want to talk about it. It's just, you can't be nice to everybody. You got to have opinions, as you well know. And we do on WIP. Uh, some of them uh, sort, uh, sort out to be right. And some of them, when you're down the line, say, well, you know what? Maybe I was wrong in, in that instance. But right. you got to do what you feel is right. One more, Howard. And this is going to be a hard one for you. Because I know what you, you love this stuff. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's in your DNA. Your son is a program director in New York. Will he ever retire? Will I ever retire? Will Howard Eskin ever retire? I can't spell that word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah You'll, know they'll sp- drag you off the sideline. How side about line, dog? Right? right? <laughs> 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 Howard, they'll, they'll have to drag you off the sideline. No, you know what? Uh, as long as I enjoy it, and you, you think about, all right, am I still enjoying it? And I get those questions from different people. Right. Sean Payton I saw on the sidelines and kind of said the same thing. And I knew Sean when he was here with the Eagles. And, not, and he related the story, uh, like chapter and verse. And he says, you know, are you ever going to stop? I said, when I don't enjoy doing what I'm doing, that's when you got to stop. Or when somebody tells you, and you're lucky that nobody told you, and I'm lucky that nobody told me. And that's, you know, the fact that we work in this business for as long as we do is really an accomplishment. It really is. It is really, really hard. Chris Russo said a nice thing to me at the Super Bowl, a mad dog. Uh, oh, yeah. He says, I remember you at the beginning, and you, some people say, without you, this Super Bowl uh, radio road doesn't happen. I was there when there was 10 radio stations. Yep. Walter Payton walked by. I said, Walter, can you sit down? Yeah, no problem. But... That's what you do, but to stay in this business for as long as you do uh, and accomplish what you accomplish, that's what, that's what you accomplish. I just, Howard, all I want to say is we've had our times. Yes, we have. <laughs> but I'll say this. I, I want to thank you for clearing the way for the rest of us because you did. And, well, and thank you for that. Thanks, Steve Fredericks, for doing it too. Well, Both of you guys were the pioneers that cut it off. You know, the, the thing that we all have to be proud of is when we accomplish something in a business that's really hard right for longevity uh you obviously deserve credit for being here as long as you've been uh you're right we haven't always seen eye to eye and you're still a nitwit and a dope uh but <laughs> i still feel you overdressed from time to time <laughs> no. right. you know Thank you, hey, hey angelo let me just say we're this. shaking hands right now people I know. this is a little squirmy yeah. for the me feud. oh seriani's gonna cry I'll... <laughs> the feud is uh, that how it takes for everything really now, Thank you, and good luck wherever you may fall. I'm writing a book. You'll be in it. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Which chapter will that be? 215-592-9494. Lots of your calls when we come back. I promise. WIP Sports 916. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate.